0: Support for MindShift comes from Landmark College. Its annual Summer Institute for Educators takes place June 25th through 27th. Registration is now open at landmark.edu lcsi. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member
1: You're listening to MindShift, the podcast where we explore the future of learning and how we raise our kids.
0: I'm not going to be able to go to prom. I'm not going to sign yearbooks with my friends.
2: The way I see it is like class of 2020, the corona class, (laughs) COVID-19. We're part of a bigger moment in history.
3: I was going through the lessons and I was like, this is ridiculous.
1: I'm Katrina Schwartz. And I'm Ki Sung. This year, systemic racism has been front and center. Schools are no exception. With distance learning, people expect racial inequities to get worse. The education field
4: is in the midst of a massive disruption, which means there's an opportunity to rethink how school is done.
1: Today, we're going to look at just one potential solution by examining what students are being taught and how teachers can develop a more effective and meaningful way to help kids learn.
4: We're talking about culturally relevant teaching, also
1: called CRT. To understand this teaching philosophy, I want to take you to a school that has integrated CRT into its curriculum, Washington Heights Expeditionary Learning School in New York City, also known as Wheels.
0: I'm Joanne Lecomprez. I'm a senior at Wheels, and I'm 18 years old.
1: At Wheels, Joelle is encouraged to talk about her Afro-Latinx roots, to learn about her culture through schoolwork and extracurricular activities. It's all part of the authentic learning experience Wheels is trying to create for students. After all, culture is important to culturally relevant teaching.
0: Even though my teachers are mostly white, I feel like they've become an ally to our community and they do the work that they do in our school because they care.
1: Culturally relevant teaching isn't just a one-off activity, like a worksheet. Instead, CRT is continuous and tailored to their interests. Lessons aren't just plucked out of some district guide.
0: I became more aware of, like, just even my curly hair. I used to straighten it for years. Now I don't because I have been able to find that identity of, like, I am Afro-Dominican and I need to um, be aware of that and let other folks know And if that's through my hair, then that's how it's gonna be.
1: Centering culture helps build up the confidence and self-worth of young people. It creates trust and lays the groundwork for students to bring their authentic selves to class.
4: Students at Wheels are taught the academic skills and cultural competence they need to
1: navigate the world beyond their communities. Like when they move on to college, The school's teachers spend years preparing students for that transition, which ranges from rigorous academics, like how to run a science experiment, to cultural competencies, like how to write a professional email.
0: When you email me, this is what you should do. This is what professional email looks like. And we've been doing that for years. We've been doing that since sixth grade.
5: This kind of cultural proficiency is one of the tenets of CRT. It has student learning and academic success, it has cultural competence, and it has critical consciousness.
1: Felicia Moore Mensa is a professor of science education at Teachers College, Columbia University. Mensa researches CRT. The three principles of CRT, student learning and academic success, cultural competence, and critical consciousness were developed by Gloria Latson billings
5: She frames and packages those three things together as principles of culturally relevant teaching. She was trying to
1: identify qualities of teachers who taught African-American students successfully. For example,
4: textbooks and curriculum that reflect students' culture. Teaching students how to advocate
1: for change. Seeing students for who they are instead of what they're not. Professor Mensa says CRT done well can help all students succeed.
5: Every classroom has culture. So it's not only the culture that you would have of a classroom full of African-American or Latinx children, but every classroom has culture. And what teachers have to realize is that it's there and it's present. But how do you make it much more part of the process of learning when you have a classroom that is full of African-American, Latinx children, or children with uh, racial, ethnic, linguistic diversity within the classroom. And it does take an extra effort for a lot of white teachers to be able to do this, um, to be able to focus in on who the students are, bringing in and asking aspects of their life as part of the curriculum, because our curriculum is not written this particular way. Mensa is referencing a critique that you often hear that curricula
1: reflect a white, middle-class worldview. Which is a problem, when more than half of the students in public schools are kids of color. At Wheels, the teachers want the students to see themselves reflected in the curriculum, which means they don't just teach Mark Twain. They read books like The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, which talks about racism in the modern day. And
4: CRT isn't just about race and heritage. Culture also includes the experiences students
1: have with the world. For example, student Diane Aravalo took an environmental science class where she learned about air pollution and connected it to her own community.
3: It's not fair to me. It's not fair to my brother, to my family, to the people that live here that we're stuck in the middle next to a highway next to the George Washington Bridge, that we're stuck with all this pollution.
1: Diana and her classmates formed a group to address local environmental issues. They attended community board meetings to advocate for a clean air green corridor. They also applied for grants from local organizations.
4: This is part of culturally relevant teaching, learning, examining and growing as a group and being empowered to make the change you want in the world.
3: So I was working on the Clean Air Green Corridor, and this has been a work that I've been doing for about a year almost.
1: As part of this project, the group looked at the health of trees. They noticed in nicer neighborhoods, trees were protected by little fences, or tree guards,
3: whereas the trees around wheels... It's kind of sad because our tree guards are destroyed. We don't even have them. And they're very full of cigarette butts of needles and needle caps. And it's kind of sad seeing that because we have to go through that every day to go to school.
1: Diane's group had new barriers built around the tree roots, just like in the fancier neighborhoods. This makes the street look nicer and the trees are protected. These meaningful projects and class trips can make for an enviable learning experience. Diane noticed that when she talked about wheels with friends from other schools.
3: They always kept saying that going to Wheels is kind of like summer camp. Like, it is a hard thing.
1: The academics are rigorous.
3: Challenging work
1: is part of CRT, along with high expectations.
3: I'm a responsible person because I know that I can, I'm able to manage my time. I'm able to figure out what to do and how to do it.
1: And this way of learning pays off. About 90% of its graduating class in 2019 went on to college, which is way higher than the national average of 67%.
4: After the break, we'll talk about how wheels adjusted to shelter in place and how CRT helped teachers build the trust necessary to stay connected with students when it could have been easy for them to disappear.
2: That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.
4: When the coronavirus first started spreading in the United States, some people were saying it might be the great equalizer.
1: That was wrong. At Wheels, students and families found themselves right in the middle of a hot spot.
2: It's the communities of color right here in Uptown, in Washington Heights, in the Bronx that are the hardest hit.
1: This is Anthony Vulgaritas, an English teacher at Wheels.
2: The types of things we were thinking about before are becoming, I would say, even more relevant now.
1: The teachers at Wheels wanted to be conscientious about students' lives at home and went looking for resources that would be helpful.
2: When I jumped in, there were 100-something educators on this running google doc
1: Volgaritas found a google doc that was full of culturally relevant teaching activities teachers around the country were submitting lesson plans that made sense for shelter in place the doc included lessons on the coronavirus history units on the spanish flu and racism in healthcare there were also music and dance assignments responding to the crisis I know. Some of the students at Wheels even contributed to this song put together by the Expeditionary Learning Network. The Google Doc also had several assignments on pandemic journals, including one contributed by Mr. Vulgaritas.
2: As a teacher, I feel like it's, it's my job to try to understand what's most relevant for our students right now in this moment and try to tap into that.
1: Mr. Vulgarita started his Pandemic Journal project for his students in English class. In
4: a sense, the project followed one of the central tenets of CRT, cultural competence, because the students were building off their home cultures and were
1: encouraged to uncover social injustices. But many used the weekly journal to process the experiences they were losing out on, like prom, graduation, grad night or what could have been an epic baseball season for Julio Jimenez.
2: Last year we made it to the um, Elite Eight, which is like you know, the best Elite Eight teams. And this year we had a, such a great team that we all seniors thought that we were really going to make it to the finals, which is we played in the Yankee Stadium.
1: The journal entries took many forms. Some students submitted drawings. Some shared what they were watching on Netflix. Someone wrote an essay on shelter-in-place from the perspective of a house cat. Others got really vulnerable and shared details they normally keep to themselves.
0: Even if I FaceTime my friends for hours, you know, we're not just sitting talking about our feelings for hours. And so I read their journal for English class and I learned more than I I learned in a FaceTime call. So
1: This is Joa Lee again. Here's a part of the journal entry she published to her class website during the last week of March.
0: Today my mom didn't wake up feeling so good. I haven't touched her warm skin since Friday, and I haven't been able to cuddle her in the mornings either. In order to see her, I have to FaceTime her or open the bedroom door just enough so I could peek. I got yelled at by my aunt for opening the door without a mask. I just wanted her to see that I was awake. We're now waiting for the test results, and it's haunting me thinking about it. Thea tested positive last week. I hope mom doesn't.
1: Moments after publishing, Joely received a text message from Mr. Volgaritas.
0: Joely, I'm sorry. Please let me know if you need anything. Happy to bring by some food or go to the grocery store if you need. Just let me know.
1: She texted him back saying they were okay, but thanks.
0: He replied, okay. Just monitor your mom's temperature and breathing and keep hydrated. Please let me know if I could do anything. I know you know that stuff already, but still reach out if you need anything. In all caps. <laughs>
1: Typically, a journal is a private activity, but publishing to a class website for trusted classmates and teachers who have spent years relationship building helped create an opening for help. When Shelter-in-Place began, Diane Aravallo, that student who was studying pollution, wrote about her uncle.
3: My family, we call him the newspaper because he knew everybody, everyone knew about him, and he go through the whole neighborhood in the morning go to his mom's house give her food and then he'd go back home and take care of his kids
1: in the spring her uncle caught coronavirus and died when he passed away diane wrote her journal entry as a letter to her uncle
3: when i told you i got into brandeis the first thing you did was come over and bring me a cake the last time i got to see you Theo. I want to say it's unfair that you were taken already, but I know you were in pain and I know you you are better alongside Tia now. Your kids were raised as if they were siblings. I gained two older brothers and an amazing big sister through you. All I want is that with your loss, it can bring us all even closer. Thank you for the love and laughter and support you have given us every day.
1: This is another helpful element of the journal exercise. It helps students process their lives.
3: I never really got to say anything to my uncle. I never got to say thank you for anything or even say goodbye. So it was like it was my way of finally bringing myself to like a peace with it.
1: For these students, having family members test positive often led to more responsibility, more stress. Julio Jimenez's father caught coronavirus and spent a month in the intensive care unit.
2: It was tough. Like I really thought about it. I'm like, wow, I'm really, really going through something tough. It helped me out though, writing it down and you know, going, and getting in my third-person view and like, you know, getting my emotions on the paper, and it helped me out a lot. You know, it built um, some um stamina on me. You know, to get on with my day. Yeah.
1: When you're in touch with your feelings and sharing with friends, it creates closeness.
2: Me and my friends are now even closer together due to the fact that we're sharing these emotions as one, you know, like we're sharing the same emotions. And I believe when I go to college, I'm still gonna retain that that personal relationship with my teachers and my classmates as well because we were together in this virus, you know, and we were never gonna forget what happened to us a senior year.
1: As all three of these students head to college in the fall, they're hopeful. They know it will be hard, especially if they need to start online. But they have the support networks they built at Wheels and one more new tool.
0: I've actually been thinking about getting an actual journal because this has been helping me. And so trying to remain optimistic through like the little things.
4: In the end, this wasn't a typical journal assignment. Vulgaritas was able to do three unique things. It helped the students process their feelings, it facilitated check-ins by publishing to a class
1: website, and it
4: actually strengthened the community.
1: Now the coronavirus pandemic isn't exactly over, and neither is distance learning. Professor Felicia Mormensa says we're in a unique moment.
5: With distance learning, you probably have greater opportunity to be able to do more culturally relevant teaching. One of the factors that you have that teachers don't really tap into, really is the community resources, and even parents and grandparents, if those people are around. And so any activities that you have in class, asking historical context, being able to ask our parents or our grandparents about what was it like for them to grow up? Did they participate in any marches and um, things of that sort? If they're watching news, you know what, was, what kinds of stories were on the news and how did they feel about those? So these are really great opportunities to really engage in that, in that cultural knowledge that students have right there in their homes. Professor Mensa says there are opportunities
1: all around us that are typically overlooked by school curriculum. For example, cooking can be a
5: great way to learn science. Sometimes they call it kitchen chemistry, but being able to mix different things up um, to see chemical reactions happening or just even going into the kitchen to cook along with your mom or your dad and just talking about the processes that are happening within the cooking of a meal. And for teachers trying to figure out where to begin with culturally relevant teaching, she says
1: there are two manageable steps. Number one, you can start by asking students about themselves, like who they are and what they'd like to learn. Teachers
4: might worry about getting 30 different answers, but Mensa says you'll often find overlapping
1: interests and cultures. Number two, she says another way teachers could get started with
5: CRT is being critical of the books you're assigning to students. What are you reading? Who are you reading? Do you have diverse texts within your classroom for students to learn about? asking students about the things that they're interested in and making those connections to the content that you're teaching generally within the class. And
1: if those students are interested in fighting air pollution, exploring their culture, or learning how to process their feelings through a pandemic journal, this is a great moment to try to meet their needs. Mind Shift is produced by me, Ki Sung. And me, Katrina Schwartz. Our editor is Jessica
4: Placzek. Seth Samuel is our sound designer. Erica Aguilar is our head of podcasts. Ethan Lindsay is executive editor for News. And Holly Kernan is KQED's chief content officer.
1: Special thanks to Anthony Vulgaritas, Joelle Compress, Diane Arvalo and Julio Jimenez at Washington Heights Expeditionary Learning School. Thanks to Professor Felicia Mormensa at Teachers College. And thanks also to Joe Truss, Principal at Visitation Valley Middle School and founder of Culturally Responsive Leadership. He's the one who started that Google Doc that made all this learning possible. If you love Mindshift,
4: sign up for our email newsletter. We're kicking off a series of Zoom chats with folks you hear on our podcast. You can sign up at mindshift.kqed dot o-r-g
1: thanks for listening hi i'm
4: sasha koka host of the california report magazine every week we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant diverse golden state because what happens in california changes the world
3: i love this place we were once seen as like the place to be california